week on the Koshcast. City win at Wembley with a quick disassembly of Tottenham. Martial and Zaha went down like they got shot, son. At Turf Moor, Barkley was looking sparkly under Sari, and at the camp now, Lobotegi is out of his camp now. All this, Moomoo of the Week and Fraud or Goat. Jump in. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex, Mohanad is here. Hello. Bernie is here. Yo. And that's it. Where's Rache? Don't know. Yeah, he's busy with some stuff. Busy with some stuff. Fair enough. Um, Mohanad, you have a sweater that has like a sash, like the river plate kit. Oh it's yeah, cool. a little bit. It's, it's very cool. It's black and grey though. How many? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. You didn't buy that yourself, did you? No. Ooh, good eye. Yeah. No. Good eye. Did not. <laughs> Mohanad has fashion sense, but not sweater sense. Oh, fair enough. I didn't know those two were different things, but all right. Yeah, a subset of each other. Okay. Mm. Uh, with that observation, you can tell who this is the fashionista in the room. It is Bernie Uche. Very nice shirt. Well, well thank you very much. You're wearing a shirt of caterpillars. <laughs> I hadn't noticed It's that. not a caterpillar. What is it? I don't know, but exactly. it's not a caterpillar. It's a caterpillar, mate. My it's either that or a hairy something. Never it's mind. Ca- you have seen this design it's like a hairy avocado <laughs> it's weird man. and there's like so many of them I think avocado. that will be the pod title yeah hairy avocado Bernie wow. Uche and the hairy avocado it's a <laughs> children's story right we'll move on shall JK we JK Rowling <laughs> um, right uh, Tottenham against Manchester City it just finished we were yes. at Mahonin's house we were watching yeah, we are now to the city yeah. yeah it doesn't work doesn't work does yeah. it um I thought they would win a lot more comfortably than this. Well, before before we get into the game. Oh, sure. I mean, there's a small matter of the NFL field they were playing on. Yeah. I mean, this was at Wembley, obviously, and they had an NFL game, an American football game, yesterday. Mm-hmm. All the lines are still there, 40 yards, 50 yards. NFL logo. Oh, man, like, it says London, in case you didn't know where you were. Um, like, there's all the... It's just in horrendous condition yeah. in the center of the park. There's a few jokes, obviously, on Twitter, you know, when Mars scored, they said, you know, Mars with a touchdown... Uh, Sterling is the best wide receiver in the league. <laughs> Kane over the ball, good field goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Things like that. Um, but yeah, that that's really the just just the main first thing I noticed is just how bad that field was. It was it was bad. The NFL logo in the middle of the pitch was just it it was jarring to see. It felt like we went back twenty years in MLS where right. they had the lines. I thought. Is this the future? The, the funny thing about this was, no matter how good the game was, it wasn't going to be a good advert for the Premier League because it was <laughs> actually advertising the NFL. <laughs> well done. But so yeah, I did. I thought City would be more comfortable here because they've been on pretty good form. Like they're not. They haven't been as kind of ferocious as they were last season with the four nils and no. five nils and stuff. Apart from Burnley, but still unbeaten in ten. Still unbeaten, but it's been more low key this season. And mm-hmm. Spurs, while picking up more points than they ever have at this stage of the season, haven't been good performance wise. Other than the United game. So I just had to mention that. Well, um, even but, then they weren't good, but they beat us, which shows how trash we were. Sure, true. Um, but see, I felt... But, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, this was this was a lot less comfortable for City than I expected. I also felt that, I think we, we discussed this while the game was going on, I felt this was very similar to Chelsea versus United last week, where Chelsea were clearly the dominant and favourites, but they played to the level of the opponents. I feel City did the same. City went 1-0 up in the sixth minute. How could he not score again with all the chances they had and all the possession? I feel, again, they just played down to Spurs' level and they, they just felt, you know what, this is enough to win the game and that's all we need to do. I think I think that was possibly the case. I think the other thing that we're really not giving Spurs credit for is they have a good defense. 
as much as I didn't like Davinson Sanchez, or shape-wise, systematically, they're very good. So it's never going to be... It wasn't going to be easy, especially on that terrible pitch, which hinders what City do. Right. But defensively, and this, it's City are the only team in the league that I don't understand that they're not very good defensively still, but they get they don't get found out. And in this game, there were many opportunities for Spurs to do that, and, and they were rubbish in the final third. Well, yeah. The City are also one of the very few teams that play with just one defensive player in midfield. I mean, it's Fernandino. Other than that, you've got... Um, it was Bernardo Silva and, and Bernardo, right. None of, they're both more flair, creative players. You think of Chelsea, you've got both Conte and Jorginho. Even where it's sometimes the third person is quite defensive. You look at um, Tottenham, you have the Dyer, Dembele. They both contribute defensively. Mm. City actually just have Fernandino and they go, you know, you got to do it all on your own and they're still fine. Yeah, but that, what's interesting about that is if you do that, you're relying on basically having the ball most of the time, which yeah. usually they do. Mm. And then you're also relying on if you don't have the ball your players get back and so it's not just Fernandino on his own. So the only time that you can really get them is on the break. And that's where Spurs' chances came from. And they mm-hmm. created like three or four very good chances and blew them all. Well, the field came back to bite them for that yeah. Lamella chance where it bobbled like three times as yeah. it came towards him. And it was, it was actually really bad. Like One of those where, you know, you, I, people don't like to blame the field for like misses like that. But he actually thought about it. He was going to put it into the far corner. It was kind of all there. And at the very end, you could see it bounce up and hit his ankle. Yeah. And then, I mean, maybe that's why, I mean, there was one in the first half where Harry Kane was through on goal. Mm. And Harry Kane, he scored, scored some goal season, but he's not been in very good form overall. And he took a Lukaku touch. I think yeah. that was, Alex said it on the thread, and it was what I thought. I thought, this is a Lukaku touch. And I don't know if it's the pitch or not, but he was in on goal. All he needs to do is just side foot it. Yeah. Side foot it, and that was going to be a goal. I was shocked. And then there was Sissoko. Oh. I don't know if you guys saw that one. I did. That yeah. was a disgrace of the... He's on the wing. He's gotten past Mendy. And he's a truck of a guy. He's going right through. All he has to do is find one of three guys. Or three. shoot. <laughs> anything. <laughs> shoot. Literally anything. I mean, I'm... to be fair. To be fair to him, he got... Um, Whatever, outshown by David Silva, who later in the game decided not to shoot at a completely open goal <laughs> yeah. and just hand the ball to Sterling on his left foot. That was bizarre. Let Sterling like try and get past three players and put it in the corner. Like, what do you? Like, I I couldn't believe what David Silva was doing. Like he was off balance, maybe, yeah. but it was a weird decision. But I, I just want to go back to Kane for a second because I said this to Mohamed while, while we were watching. But to me, this guy doesn't need a rest. He needs hibernation. <laughs> like you can't, no one can tell me that this guy is is fit. Mm-hmm. He's playing through some kind of injury. It kind of reminds me of Henri in his yeah, last season at Arsenal. Achilles, like yeah. he's barely running. Mm-hmm. He's not closing people down very much. He looks tired. He looks. He's not dead really contributing on. to play no. either. Like, and he, he's winning he stuff through. in the air. He's doing like the target man stuff a bit, mm-hmm. but he's done. Man. No, but you could see in his decision making while we were watching. You mm-hmm. could see a few times he got the ball on the left mm-hmm. and Kane of. Like Kane in form would step inside and take a shot. You know he loves to shoot. If anything, he's criticized for not passing enough. Mm-hmm. This time, every time he gets it, he looks up, long ball to Trippier. Mm-hmm. Every time, long ball to Lamella. That easy, it looks great, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not the high percentage option that yeah. Kane usually always takes. Now, so the last season, when I think he was injured, they played Son up front and did this false nine thing. And at times it worked, at times it didn't. Right. It doesn't seem like they even want to try that at all to give the guy some breathing. Where is Son? Son Son has played the last few games but was benched for this one because he's been bad to be honest mm-hmm. in the last few. And and I think I think they could do that and they probably should. The problem is you can do it when Kane's injured when he's kind of fit and clearly he wants to play otherwise mm-hmm. he wouldn't be. But if he wants to play and he's Harry Kane, 
you kind of have to play him if you're Spurs. Well, and so, like, okay. if he's injured, you can you can obviously get away with it. But otherwise, there might just be too much pressure. How else is he going to get his big move in the summer? He's got to play. Oh, he'll get that move. He, he, could, he, he could do nothing <laughs> from now until then. He'll still get it. Um, so, yeah, so Mara scored in the sixth minute. He's been one that, at the beginning of the season, didn't start a few games. And then when he did, he didn't play very well. Recently, though, he's replaced Sané in the team. He's been better than him. He's played quite well. He's still kind of... He doesn't look like a city player. He yeah. wants to keep the ball for a bit too long, do his own dribbles. So he's still kind of getting there. But he has been very good for them, stats-wise at least. Um, good goal, uh, taken well. Um, and again, another player who hasn't really started a lot of games, even though he played a lot last season, is Bernardo Silva. He's been phenomenal for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you don't feel the absence of Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. you, you have to worry Like from opposition point yes. of view. You're like... You know, you don't feel Sané, you don't feel uh, De Bruyne, any companies on the bench, you don't feel it. It's actually scary how, you know, Sterling was dropped, was rested in last weekend's mm-hmm. game, and Jesus is not even playing well, and this, and they're still unbeaten in 10. This is what end- endless funds gets you. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The squad's just too good. Yeah, the squad is too good. And, and I, but I do want to say that there is one person that this team needs all the time, and that's Fernandinho. Fernandinho. Yeah. yeah. But... Fernandinho is the greatest hatchet man in world football. He gets away with it. He is... Have you seen any time... Because like you were saying, when they have the ball and they push up, when there's a counter, he tactically fouls yep. anyone that comes time. near him. I don't think he gets enough yellow cards for the for the assaults that he commits. Well, he's, he's, he, his face is soft. He has no beard. <laughs> you know, he, he's Brazilian. Like yeah. he's, you know, yeah. he's a Dino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a Dino. <laughs> he, he did it today. And I can't remember who the ref was. But he just looked at him for a second, and I almost saw a smile like, I should give you a card, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not going to. I tell you what, Lamella does that job. Like, as a more attacking player, mm-hmm. but Lamella does that job, too. The just, like, is, kicks everyone, gets away with it. The thing is, Fernandino does foul them, but he doesn't two-foot the tackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just kind of shoulders you in, gives you a little knee to the back of the thigh, and you fall, and you get a foul. But, like, he's never off his feet. But, like, but it, is a, it is a tactical sure. foul. So I, it's it's card. Yeah. I, I tell you what, uh, we were discussing before we started the pod, like, stuff that you enjoy more when you get older or when you enjoy more when you're younger mm. as, as it relates to football. The tactical foul, that yeah. is, like as a kid, that's just annoying. When you get older, you're like, yes, all day. <laughs> well done. Taken yeah. down on the halfway line. We will get to that later. Yeah, yeah. oh, we will get to you that. You guys remember when uh, Rooney tried to do the tactical foul against West Ham and he kicked, he kicked the guy in the balls? <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 I think one of my favorite ones in just in how clear it was was Herrera I think last season he pulled someone in the center circle for like a good 10 yards they were both running together I remember this right? I, I think remember it was Chelsea that. I think it was, it was Hazard even. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it may have been he was, he was just going for the ride <laughs> the ref was like I'm trying to play advantage yeah. I'm trying to play advantage but it's not happening <laughs> okay um, so I mean uh, Spurs yes one of their best stars of the season still doesn't feel like it. It's all stats. It doesn't feel like it. They're not playing that well. They are out of the Champions League very hmm? early. Well, very, not mathematically. Pr- pretty much. They, they, they basically have to win all their games. Oh, yeah. 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 Which include Inter and Barcelona. Barcelona. That, that's it. That's um, so, you know, they're, I mean, what's his name? Pochettino's coming out recently saying this is the uh, most unhappy he's ever been at Spurs. And we don't know whether he's using that as a, just to kind of get the players pumped up or just kind of be honest or does he actually want to leave? I don't know. But, it's it comes to a strong... point where, like, you don't want to lose. You know, when you're in the spotlight, mm-hmm. it all it takes is one extra season in the wrong place, and everybody forgets about you. I think he's got to make sure he leaves at the right time. It's a strong thing to say yeah. that this is that you're unhappy at a football club. Well, he uh, unless it got lost in translation, it, it is a very and because remember he also said things about 
things that happened in the summer. Yeah. And he said the stadium. But to me, it's the things that happened in the summer part of that statement mm-hmm. that shows he didn't get what he wanted from Daniel Levy. No. And he's expressing this. Well, it's interesting because Levy also made a statement recently. And you can kind of piece together the two different statements. Because Levy said, Levy was asked about why they didn't buy anyone. He, was basically, he basically said that we were expecting people to go mm-hmm. before we could buy it. And they didn't go. So you're thinking like Alderweireld, Dembele, it's Rose, so like cool. yeah, maybe so. Uh, and so, I don't know. It's odd. It's an odd situation. And and like Pochettino, yeah, you're right. It's hard to interpret exactly right. what he's saying, but he's kind of covering all his angles. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's move on. I mean, City gonna win the league this season, or is it still? Yeah, it's I mean, it's three unbeaten teams though. I mean, one of them. Three. Yeah, I think Liverpool, Chelsea, Chelsea and City. Chelsea are unbeaten. Chelsea are unbeaten. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, you guys bottled it in the last 90 seconds. Of, of, of course. Yeah. Race Brizzy of us. Um, well, let's talk about United then. Um, you guys, this game was was a good game, I think, for United. You guys played relatively well. I mean, the bar isn't that high right now. It's relative to United. <coughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Lukaku was dropped. Yes. A dropped, right? Yes. Dropped. Straight yes. dropped. Yeah, Sanchez is... You didn't feel the earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez was dropped in the Champions League, I think, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Champions League. This game came off the bench. Newcastle. Next game, he's been dropped for like four. He's games dropped now. for life. Right, yeah, right. That's from a life. One. So, how did you feel about just before the game started with the whole? I think, I think you, you were in favor of Lukaku getting arrested, or I'm very much in favor. I, I, I've always said that um, he's a good striker if you give him service. His goal record has shown that. His actual shots, uh, sorry, missed chances to goals ratio is lower than Harry Kane and other people, right. which is hilarious to me. But the fact of the matter is, he was not playing well. He was not in the right positions. He's not even getting shots off. And he's getting in everyone else's way. So he had to be. <laughs> well, Lukaku's one of those guys that doesn't pass the eye test, right? Yes. Like, it's just, you can have the stats, but at the end of the day, you come off a 90-minute game. He could have scored two, by the way. Yeah. And he just doesn't pass that eye test. It's just like, he was bad. And then you look at his stats, like, he has a 1,000 goals by the age of 17. Okay. But, like, it's it's... When you don't pass the eye test, it's, it's a lot of players that don't pass the eye test are those players that don't do it in big games. It's, it's, right. it's that type of thing. And the good thing about this was when he was like, if you get onto the game, people will say, well, Marcus Rashford didn't do it. Marcus Rashford pulls the defenders left and right, giving space to Pogba and Martial to be. They had their best games this season. The two of them, hmm. except for Pogba. Great goal for Martial. But they had oh. wonderful games because Rashford is chasing, he's pulling, he's doing all sorts of things that create space. And that's what a f- mobile forward, every other team has them, by the way. Hmm. Liverpool yeah. with Firmino does this. Yep. Uh, you guys with Aubameyang do this. People, pe- like, if you look at the team, I'm just thinking about something you said, it might be completely wrong, but what came to mind is that a lot of teams now, their main striker doesn't score a lot of goals. No, and is not really no. expected Morata, to. Morata, Giroud, or, or even Lukaku or Aubameyang, Aubameyang is a different story. Lukaku, uh, not Lukaku, um, Lacazette, let's mm-hmm. say, or Lukaku. Well, Lacazette or, is your main striker, yeah. right? even when Aubameyang yeah. Or Lukaku, or... You know, Kane is the kind of the... Firmino is another one that doesn't score a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. Kane is the outlier because they really rely on him. But like, it mm-hmm. seems like more and more the striker, because you're playing three now, right? Yeah. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. It's more about bringing other people into play. And yeah. Lukaku, even Mourinho said, he just hasn't been working in terms of bringing everyone else in play. Yeah. And we're not talking about not scoring. We're talking about like strikers. The main striker used to be a 25-30 goal guy, mm-hmm. whereas now they're maybe 15, maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're still scoring, but it's not the only focus because, of the because that flair player is usually the number ten or the winger, and where they he's get more the space. one. Well, yeah. Even if you look at Chelsea, where it's Giroud is a target man, but Giroud is basically a support structure yeah. for other people to score. He's a, a goal in like twelve games, exactly. 
It's and, insane. And, and what's what we've seen is as United have employed this tactic, Anthony Martial is playing like a real baller. And he's playing like the guy that everyone said he is. And what I find very interesting is Jose Mourinho saying at the end, he's doing things now that I asked him to no bro. Like literally we just last took a six season, month break for no reason. Before you signed Alexis Sanchez, he was doing everything you wanted him to do. Yeah. And he was one of the best players in the league at that yeah. point. And then you messed that up. Mourinho just put like a, a stop gap for six months. Like Marcel was here, he was great. And then Mourinho's like, just don't play for a while. And then he came back to where he left off. Like Mourinho didn't do anything. Yep. Yeah, uh, no, what Mourinho did was get a 30, 350 grand a week player to like increase the competition yeah. for Martial's place to motivate him. And then drop him. Because he's a lazy git. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what you, happened. How do you feel about I know Rashford played and if Lukaku gets rested more, how do you feel about trying the Alexis up top thing? No. No? I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think Alexis Sanchez has the mobility of uh, to pull people around. I, he did at Arsenal, but he I think... He comes deep too much, I think. He wants the ball yeah. way too much. At times, you ne- actually need to... You know how they say a striker makes the run that takes away defenders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't do that. He If you want Alexis Sanchez, he can play as a 10, maybe. But never, not... At Arsenal, he did it. But I think what we got is a guy whose legs are finally gone. Right. And I don't think that's the same Alexis Sanchez who can do those Which things. Which is weird because it was we're waiting for the summer where Sanchez doesn't have any commitments. And like literally it happened and then the legs are gone. It's almost like he needed to keep going and never stop. Because you know once yeah. we know that motor yeah. that's once you get it running, it needs to run forever. The minute you park that car, it's not starting again. Anyways, let's talk about everything a little bit. Um they are on a three game winning streak. They they're they're playing well. Like well they were before the game, obviously. Game, yeah. Um is starting to step up. Uh Richardson is not playing as a striker. Uh, Tosun has been benched. He's yeah. actually playing up top. Walcott looks good for them. I, right I now. actually thought Lord Walcott had a bad game. Oh, yeah? he he, had a he, bad. Really? He's, he's very, been. Very bad. He's doing what Walcott does. He's like relatively productive with goals and assists. But if you watch, like he, there are like two or three times this game where he had it on the right. Richarlison is in good space in the middle, and Walcott is shot. There was there was an open like, net for Richarlison. Yeah, and well, Lee Dixon said he's playing like he's a seventeen year old at Southampton. Right. He's always done that. <laughs> I mean, that's you know. Well, it's just the beard, right? The beard yeah. is well, yeah, That's it. That's but it. his skills have yeah. not. You're like, mm, maybe he's matured. Yeah. No. But uh, on the but other even, side, though. Even with that, and, and why why I feel like to me this was a good game for United was Everton didn't do much despite looking competent. They right. really didn't do very much. Yeah. There was not much for De Gea to do at all, except for pick the ball his net when Smalling decided to be an idiot, which was preceded by Pogba decided to be an idiot. Yeah. I, Smalling just kicked him. It was like, so, like blatant. He, he decided. Yeah. As soon as the ball came, I'm not. I'm taking him out. Richardson didn't even have the angle for a shot. Nothing no. was happening. He could have just stood up and just tried to make like, it difficult. You for have him. arguably the best keeper in the world <laughs> yeah. right there at his near Richardson post. has like two degrees on his left foot. <laughs> like just let him have it if you want. If he, he scores that, he deserves that. He literally yeah. said, "You're going down," and that's it. Like if if Smalling starts the next game. I will be disappointed in Mourinho's ruthlessness. Like that is a, that is a, a not a sackable offense, but a, certainly a droppable offense. What's his name has been good. His partner Lindelof. He was, was fantastic. Three good games from the front. Now the Champions League, he was great against you. You would think that you signed a thirty million pound defender that he's actually going to be good one day. Like he was wonderful. And by the way, last season he was good too. I just don't understand Jose being a complete moron. You don't understand that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. By now. I'm trying. But, I, I just want, before we move off of this, I, I just want to talk about Bernard because he. Is like he was stuck out at Shakhtar for years. He's an odd player. Like, like when he was a youngster in Brazil, there was all the hype about you know every mm-hmm. Brazilian youngster gets it. Then he got stuck out at Shakhtar for like way longer than he intended to be yeah. there. And then finally, like ran down his contract so he could leave, and everything got him. And he looks a good little player. 
Well, Bernard was one of those that every summer there was a rumor of yeah. like he's gonna leave to this, he's gonna leave yeah. to this, he's gonna leave. Just like William, like the same thing happened at the same time. It's just he just stuck around. He, and maybe right. nobody wanted to pay wages. I'm not sure what the issue was, but he he's exciting. He's like this little dude that spins on a dime. Like he's I don't know. I mean, he's not gonna win you a trophy, no. but he's he's, he's a good little watch. Guy. Yeah, but like imagine him at City. You know, yeah, playing Mara's role style, or something, yeah. you know. I, I, I do want to say something about Pogba before we move on. And it's that, I know it's, it's very obvious. We know what, what, what happened here and what happened in the game. But for me, the thing that was weird was, this was his best game until that point. Right. He was running the show. Some of the things he was doing on the pitch, Paul Pogba is the type of player that does things the central midfielder has no right to do. The dribbles he was doing, the way he was passing the ball outside of his foot, but from right back all the way to the striker, I was like... This is a wonderful, magical performance. But then, remember we said, 60th minute, it In turns off. Yeah. Exactly what happened. It's like, you cannot... If Paul Pogba does what he's doing, if a game was 60 minutes, he's the best player in the world. Right. But it's not. And it's so... Fr- I, don't, I don't know what you do... Take him off. As Jose Mourinho. We've, Take him off. This, we've noticed this where he just... He gets complacent. He gets complacent. He does this thing where it's like, I'm stronger than you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, this is not a... Comp- like, he goes, watch this. I'm going to hold you off. <laughs> yeah. For no apparent reason. Like, Mata's like, can I have the ball? Can I have the ball? He's like, wait a second. I haven't held him off enough. Exactly. I want to hold him off one more time. Yeah. It's weird. It's actually weird what gets in his head. I, I guess you're right. 60th minute. Take, take him, him off. Because yeah. you've gotten the best you can get out of him at that point. Yeah, that one great shot that I went out for a throw-in. Oh, mm. that was the beginning. Mm, that, oh, was that was good. That was lovely. People have already done work with that online. Did you see his smile? Because he He's yeah. like, it's a meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move on to Liverpool, Cardiff. Yeah. Yes. So Liverpool played well this game. They're, I, I think they're whatever. Their star, their best player in Salah from last season is slowly coming back into form. Yes. Started the season a bit wobbly. Didn't score in like two or three games. People freaked out. Oh my God, one season wonder. Blah 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 blah. Last three games, he has like three or four goals now. This game, he had the goal and two assists, two beautiful assists. And the thing with Salah is he's not a one-trick pony. We thought coming he used in... used to be. Remember when we thought, oh, I don't know if Salah's going to do well at Liverpool mm-hmm. when we were talking about this in the mm-hmm. summer, like a year ago. And we said, I feel he's more direct. He's not going to get the space in the Premier League. He's proved to us that he has more in his toolbox than what we gave him credit for. He comes short. He turns. He can play those like, kind of left-footed across the goal to, to the Manis and the Firminos. He really... St- changes up his game quite a bit. Let me me ask you a question. Do you believe that that is also a product of coaching? Let me ask you a question this way. If Jose Mourinho was still his manager, do you think he would have progressed from the Roma player to what he's seen? I'll I'll tell you why. No, because Mourinho would be instructing him to touch that, that line and go all the way to the corner and cross the ball. I think Jurgen Klopp actually tells Salah... I want you to make these movements. I want you to do this. His I want runs you to do that. Are like a like an Aguero, right? That, that run for his goal. He looked in, saw where Shakiri was, yeah. went into the blind side of the defender, made the run. Like that is a you know a top striker kind of run. And speaking of Shakiri, has been phenomenal for a few games. Power Cube has been great. <laughs> I think phenomenal is generous. No, I think he's been a lot better than we expected. Look, which makes you think he's been like he's done well in a very good team against fairly bad opposition. We expected, like I just thought he would be more like this little whatever he's doing his thing. But the things I'm seeing on the field, some of those through passes mm-hmm. for Salah's like last two goals in the league, those through passes are they were beautiful. But again, playing with better players, this is who, yes, make, who yes. make better runs, yes. and he's better coached because we saw who wasn't it uh, Oxley Chamberlain came mm-hmm. in. And we said, who the hell is this? <laughs> like, what is he doing? Yeah. And with Shakiri, I mean, 
You get, Liverpool wanted to buy Nabil Fakir and they bought him instead mm. of Fakir. Mm. Just just to fill a gap. They saved a ton of money on that. They did. They're not going back for Fakir now no. because they've actually realized you can coach players into what you want them to be. Right. right. Apart from Lalana, who regressed. Although he did play, which was nice for him. Yeah, yeah Lalana's. I mean, Lalana, Ox, they have a few players that have really kind of dropped from the team due to injuries or due to whatever it is. Stars, they have quite a good bench when you think about it on paper. Yeah. Um, it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fabinho was on it until recently. Now he's playing a bit, which is nice. Fabinho's looked okay as well. Like, yeah. obviously, the memes online are all about, like, you know, he makes the simplest pass. And it's like, oh, my God, best player in the world. It's a joke. But he's actually looked like he can carry the ball forward yeah. in the field. He's give give him some time. But, uh, sorry, this is Mane's team right now. Mm-hmm. As, as good as... I mean, Salah is going back into form, and eventually, I think he'll mm-hmm. take that back. But Mane is having a... I don't even think people are talking about Loki is having an outstanding oh, finish that was left foot. Oh, oh my god. It was god. incredible. But actually both his goals were fantastic. Lashed it. But yeah. that's the thing about Liverpool is not only have they solidified defensively and midfield's been fantastic, but so far we've seen this season, Firmino hasn't even come into form yet. No, he's really. Not, yeah, he's he's not, barely scoring. He's like he's just working and the spine's working hard. But like first few weeks of the season, Salah wasn't really around, Mane carried it. Then Salah's coming back into it. So the thing is, they've always got someone that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then when everyone's clicking, they're out of this world. Yeah, but what it used to be is that Liverpool needed everyone to click. Right. And then when they did it, right. they lost two games. But now they have right. the solidity. Yes. So if one person's clicking, that's enough. Yep, yes. absolutely. Yes. Um, Frodo, go. Yeah, let's do that. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. Ah! <laughs> Right, now we're going to argue whether Sergio Ramos is shit or not. Wait, but first. What? Uh, we got a request, Michael Bradley, and we all agree he is a fraud. 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 Alex kind of hesitated. I don't like that. What? But we don't have time to debate with you, Alex, because... He's won Toronto FC a championship. We'll give him that. Great. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a fraud. Sure. Right, Sergio Ramos. Bernie, go. <sighs> Listen. Sergio yeah. Ramos has won trophies. I'll stop you won there. Champions Leagues. But Sergio Ramos is one of the worst defenders, defenders, that I've seen in a long time, in, at an elite level. Define a long time. Like, he's the worst of the best. You see that? At an elite level. Like, he's elite. Well, okay, okay. So, if you think about good defenders. You know how many, te- how many players are elite? About 12. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's do this. The, the important thing about defending is positioning. Sergio Ramos is a last gasp defender. Because he's always out of position. Yeah, but it starts being last gasp when it's for 15 years. But he doesn't... Do, <laughs> what do you remember Sergio Ramos for? Defending or scoring headers in, from corner Scoring kicks? amazing headers. He, not for defending, because he's not good at defending. He's a very good penalty. Clutch. Target. You know what Clutch has said I was still? Goat. But is that defending? No. But he's a goat. Is he a good defender? Is the question... In your honest opinion... Bernie. Hold on. I'm making the question. This is fraud or goat, not defender or attacker. <laughs> I, I, I'm very biased now. I so you wouldn't take, like, with, in hindsight, you wouldn't take nope. him in the TV support if he performed the same way for the last 15 years, for the next 15 years? No. Wow. No. But you're like. I would have Chiellini. I would have Bonucci. Sure. I would have Nesta. I would have Cannavaro. I would have. Not Cannavaro. Which Cannavaro you think Not Cannavaro. Fabio? Obviously the, the World Cup Cannavaro. No. I'd have him over Ramos any day. No. Any day. Sorry, what? Any day. That's one of the best defenders I've ever seen. Hang on, we might need to go back to. Note this down. <laughs> We're coming back to Canavar. Yes, Sergio Ramos okay. does what he needs to do. He's a captain. Yes. He's a leader. Yes. He's John Terry. <laughs> he's a legend. Listen, he's a captain. He's a leader. He's taken Madrid to new heights since his move from yes. Sevilla. He's an absolute warrior. He's there when you need him. He's. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. How Defending, 
John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidic, even Jared Pique, Oram, all better. All better than This Ram. is what I'm talking about. But you if I'm to... building a team, an 11, I'm not putting him in that 11 because he's not going to be a defender. He's a liability on defense. Goats win. I think Real Madrid have shown that he has a massive liability over the years yes. and all the stuff they have lost. <laughs> yes, the two leagues in 15 years that they've won. Because right. Sturgeon is such a great leader and can lead you to I the championship. I have like 11 champions. I can hear the That's tears. That's not my problem. The tears of Madrid it fans. Your I'll say this. You know how much I hate Gerard Piquet? Yeah. Or hated Gerard Piquet? He is 10 times a defender. That he is. That's, okay, that is he worse really than, is. That's categorically really is. not true. That is worse than me saying that Sergio Ramos is better than Cannavaro. Category, no, it's not. PK no, it's is not. 10 times the defender that he Ramos is? is? Defending. Who's better? Really? Mate, Ramos. Really? PK, like, at at their peak, pun intended, who's better? A defender. Ramos. Wow. Come on, man. Wow. Ramos Alex, is not okay, even the best defender on Let's hear what Alex team. has to say. Alex, what, what do you have to say? At their peak? No, about Sergio Ramos. He's a good attacker. <laughs> No, look, the guy came in from Sevilla. The thing that I like about Ramos is the like career arc. Mm. He came in from Sevilla as this like long-haired, right weirdo back. right back, 22 from the fuck rural whatever. And he right. came in and he became a club legend. Oh, you yeah. know? He became the leader. He became, you know... How many red he cards is. does he have? Yeah, way too many. Does he not have the record it's for red cards cares, in It's because It's because he's not good at defending that he gets sent off all the time. Here's the other caveat, though, is that... Yes, his positioning is bad, but when Real Madrid defend, it's always on the break. It's yeah, always yeah. something shambolic is going on because they got the ball 90% and, and of the no, time no in the offense. other third between, of the pitch. Between Did you watch the Classico? Yeah. Yes. Did you see how he let that go? <laughs> between Makaleli and Casemiro, there's been like no Nothing. proper defensive midfielders. <laughs> yeah. Like none. So Robinson's Morgan. been just chilling We're for not like doing years. It. We're not going to have this same discussion where or I tell you that a good defender doesn't care about who's in front of him because... Again, John Terry, right. Rio Ferdinand. Right. Rio Ferdinand had skulls and gigs in front of his face I'm for two years. He, he, still did, he didn't have Messi running into his nightmares every fucking couple <laughs> Well, of he did, and he, and he had a bad day. <laughs> right, anyway, so we've got two goats in the front. Yeah. So, goat. Goat. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. I dedicate this next five to seven minutes to <laughs> Shkodran Mustafi, who I feel like is going to take up the majority of it. Arsenal 2, well, Crystal Palace 2, Arsenal 2. It's always difficult at Selhurst Park on a windy night. <laughs> and this, this was like a typical Palace game. Like, fast, physical, no football being played. You know, Ozil could barely get a touch of the ball. It was just, the ball was bouncing back and forth. Genduzi and, and Torreira battling it out against Kuyate and whoever the hell else. You yes, stood up to the battle, though. They did stand up yeah, to the but, battle. Yeah, but Crystal Palace hadn't scored a goal at home until that moment. Remember we talked about how Arsenal are the record breakers of records? These are the kind of thing. <laughs> I haven't scored all season. Oh, don't worry about it. I haven't won a game all season. I oh, don't worry about it. I haven't got a point at home all season. Oh, don't worry about it. Look, we... Okay. You were having such a great season and you were so listen, happy until this Listen, game. I'm not upset. I'm really not upset. No. It's just one of those, we are in a building phase. We are doing way better than I expected anyway, so I was expecting way less than this. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with, you know, our, like, 12th game where we drew once. Whatever. Fine. But it's just the up and down, the fluctuation, because we're still not there. We are, you know, this whole, like, first half, second half team thing, I was taking with a pinch of salt. This game, though, like, mm -hmm. you gotta be kidding me. Like, it was day and night. Like, what happens in the first 45 minutes where you just decide to not show up? Arsenal did not put a few passes together in the first half. It was just 
get through the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. He's just getting through the game. And 75% of Arsenal's goals this season have come in the second half. Arsenal are 17th like, if games ended up for the 45th minute. Right. And, and it's funny because, you know, someone put to Emery recently, like, is this a deliberate tactic? Mm. You know, to, you know, because fitness levels or whatever get through the first half, right. win it towards the end. He was like, no, this is, <laughs> we need to get better at this. Yeah, we're just this being not, shit. Yeah. yeah. Also, so, also, Arsenal broke another record where, like, the goal line technology, Arsenal scored a goal by nine millimeters. Oh, yeah. Like, you know when VAR zooms in on TV to yeah. show if it's a goal? Like, you're still it looks track. like it's not a goal. No, it honestly looks like VAR made a mistake. That's how close it was to the line. It was phenomenally I mean, there, there, close. There were so many things that happened in this game. Yeah. Firstly, like you said, we won't talk about Mustafi. I don't understand that penalty. I don't, I don't know what went through his mind this for is him the first to do one, that. Right? The first like, one. Like, it, it made no is sense. facing away from the goal. He's about to take a touch and think about what he needs to do next. He's not a prolific striker. Nothing's going to happen. Just stand up. Who, in their right mind, 35 million defender, German international, just dives with both feet in the box. Like, from behind. From behind. Like, I, I can't. Like, this, I, he, this guy went to the World Cup, right? Like, yes. like Did he? Yeah. I think he did. Not I'm this not one, sure but a one. Not this Previously. Yeah. So, I have to ask this question when I was driving. I said, Alex, like, we've seen two ridiculous penalties, United, like Smalling and Mustafi. Is Smalling better than Mustafi? Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's scary. <laughs> like Smalling's not brilliant, but he makes like Mustafi is a critical mistake per game. Yes, like what? Like, Mustafi's a goal a game. Like that's how bad he is. Like his wow. ratio is a like, goal a game in mistakes. Like sometimes he'll get lucky and it won't go in, but it is a dead certain goal. And he always looks shocked. Yeah, like, that penalty. I thought he actually looks like he didn't like he didn't expect that to happen. That's unbelievable. I mean. Uh, you know, when I we talked about Smalling, I said droppable offense. Mm. This from Mustavi is a sackable offense. <laughs> not not only because not in isolation necessarily, but because cumulatively there have been so many of these things. And we'll talk about the second goal in a minute because he makes a mistake there too. But it's just okay. There's a positive for Arsenal fans, which is that Rob Holding seems to have Killing cemented it. his place in the team, and he mm. did brilliantly. Mm. By the way, he was so good. Socrates is back from injury, so he really that I, could be a partnership. If Emery so sticks go. to what we know of him so far, is mm. that he plays people on form. Yeah. Socrates should be coming in next to Rob Holding, and Mustafi should be getting some time on the bench, or he should start maybe in the Carling Cup game Europa in League, midweek or, or January. Ship him out. Whatever. You can't really afford to when yeah. we have this few centre-backs, but summer, gone. Yeah. is slowly coming back. We don't know what we're going to expect from him, but honestly, Mustafi needs to be anywhere but in, in this team. Let's move on. Shaka played the left-back again, because mm-hmm. for some reason, both our left-backs are injured. <coughs> all um, three, if you count Maitland. Yeah, <laughs> all three. Um, Shaka, though, with a brilliant free kick. Oh, um, he's been practicing. And, like, these are one of the little things that like I begrudge... Wenger for the last couple of seasons. Something as simple as Arsenal having a dedicated free kick taker. Mm-hmm. We literally just had whoever felt like it on the day. <laughs> Mesut Ozil who can't score a free kick to save his life was mm-hmm. taking them for no apparent reason. Even corner kicks. Whoever mm-hmm. wanted to just took him. Now, you obviously... There's a plan we, in place. Yeah, we get to see the training videos as well and you get to see Shaka actually practice him in training mm-hmm. and then that's on a Wednesday. You show up on a Saturday to look at the game you're like, oh, guess what? The guy who seemed to bang them all in in training right. is actually taking them on the Saturday. Like, like insane tactical genius, <laughs> you know? And he's been doing really well from them. Even his corner kicks, they're whipped in beautifully. Like, he's just... This is his thing. You do it. Done. Yeah, he has great, great technique. Great technique. That's the thing. If you can get him to stand still and kick a football, yeah, uh, great. You know, that's where he's right. best. But before we get to his defending, that go-ahead goal... That I mean, that's robbery. The uh, oh, the, the handball from Lacazette, that's like Arsenal. Yeah, that's that was a weird one. The referee had a really robbery. bad game because that was the that was the Aubameyang VAR. Well, yeah. I think the goal technology one. 
I just thought yeah, that was that, funny. That's, that's pretty obvious but and that's also a yellow card for Lacazette what Arsenal fans like to say is that this happened because he was being tugged and like if VAR existed they would have given him a penalty it's this whole like loop-de-doop of like what ifs and butterfly effect yeah. but and his point is yeah handball clearly yeah although we could also go back to the first goal where Holding has a massive tear in his shirt like his yeah. shirt was there was a massive hole in it it's like Inception we'll go deeper and exactly. deeper and see where we, we get can, we can go back as you far as you go want. back to like well if the game never started <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so, and then Arsenal went 2-1 up in like a, we do that, these bursts of goals, four minutes, two goals, Arsenal have loved doing that this season. We just go on this 10-minute tear where we just beat the other team and it's over. Everything looks fine. We were in control relatively of the game. Chris Paz, fair to them. They did put in an effort. Yep. And then, I think Emery might have gotten one or two things wrong. He took off Ozil and brought in Welbeck and then took off someone for Ramsey. So I have no problem with that. Half time, yes. half time. Bellerin was injured. Came off. Lichtsteiner came on, which was actually positive. Like worked mm. well because he's a tough bastard and mm. he was like perfect. Um, but then, yeah, Ozil coming off was an interesting substitution because I could I could understand why he could barely get the ball, but at that time we were gaining control of the game. Mm. In which case, you know, he would have probably come into it more. And from the minute he went off, like. Psychologically, they relinquished control. But you have to—he has to make a decision to say, "We're two-one up. This has been a war of a game." Meza Ozil, that guy—is he the guy I want in a war? But Probably that's, not. But but it depends. Sorry, but it depends if Emery has two options. Mm-hmm. We go to war mm-hmm. with Welbeck and Ramsey, mm-hmm. or we try and avoid war completely and just keep the ball a little bit. Diplomacy, like, yeah, or rockets. Exactly. But keep he the decided- ball against this Palace team. That compressed the way but they we compressed? Were, we were getting there. It felt like we... The ship uh-huh. was steady. And then it just... Like, the logic... Mm-hmm. I, like, I can't see her and go, Oh my God, what do you do? Because the yeah. logic was great. Welbeck is physical. Get him on. Ramsey, mm-hmm. fresh legs. Run around. Get headers in. Blah, 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 all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, it did lose us control. And what happened was these balls are getting in. Pumped in, pumped in. Because we just don't have it anymore. Yeah. And what, what I will say, though, for Emery, to Emery's credit is... This is the first time... This season, I can point to a game mm. and say he got something wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not. Also, it's not even clearly wrong. No, it's only it's, in yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not clearly wrong because at the end of the day, you said Ozil wasn't getting the ball. Yes. So yes. if he's not getting the ball, you need someone to fight and block other people. From yes, it made sense logically. I get it. Um, yeah. Then the second. Then so so what happened is the weirdest thing. We were again on the attack. Well, big like running the whole field, getting past three or four players. Peak Ronaldo. That guy. That guy. Mm-hmm. Plays it out to Lacazette on the wing. Lacazette does the smart thing, holds on to the ball, saves time, everything good. Turns around, we go, okay. Obviously, obviously, Ramsey's in the box. Waiting for <laughs> you know, it's 2-1 up, we're yeah. away from home. Ramsey came on to sh- close out the game. Where is he? On the tiptoes of the opposition <laughs> keeper. Thank you, mate. Love you. Okay? So we thought Lacazette's going to put it in the box. Hopefully nothing comes of it. He plays this loop 30-yard pass to Lucas Torreira, like the defensive midfielder in the Who's center circle. three foot two. And, and it, just, it doesn't go anywhere. There's no Arsenal player on your screen mm-hmm. where the ball lands. Uh, City, um, Palace to take the ball. That lanky striker that can't even run is now dribbling in Sol- the center circle. Solov? Solov. Mm-hmm. Okay. Solov shotgun. Solov <laughs> So then Mustafi. He needs Mustafi. Of course. Fantastic. <laughs> we beg Mustafi to not die. But he dies every time. Yeah. The one time I beg him to go to ground, he stands up. And he allows Solov to play it to Zaha mm. one-on-one against Shaka. Only one winner. Why? Why don't you just clatter the hell out of him? Yep. I swear to you, every Arsenal fan I know, check to see if Mustafi had a yellow card. Because <laughs> that was the only logical explanation to why you wouldn't just bring him down at that point. Anyways, 
gave the ball to Zaha. The, look, Arsenal fans think he dove. Alex, what do you think? Both. He dove Both, and right? it's a penalty. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. It's not wait, 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 wait. This, this is a contentious thing? No. What you think? Even, even, no, no, I'm saying are people like, no, no, no. like contending this? Line, yeah. Even Jacka said it was a penalty. Yeah. Like, it, it, people felt Jacka was a saving face. Look, <laughs> it's, it's the same with Marcel. Look, guys exaggerate the dive to make sure it gets seen and make sure they get the penalty. Because, because you don't get it. You don't get like it. Yeah. yeah, you don't get yeah, it otherwise. So, Marcel's was a dive and this one was a foul. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, anyways, you, you cannot leave that guy one on one like that. He's their only player. Now he's one on one against Chaka, who is the slowest player on Arsenal's team. He's not playing at left back in a natural position. They get the penalty that they deserve, and the game ends two two. And to be fair to them, they deserve those points. They, they played did. very very well. Um, I was I was glad to see Miller Miller Miller, 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 Miller whatever Miller, yeah, take right. a wonderful penalty and two, not, two. Take, not take twenty six steps. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't and, and do that. Like, yeah. I mean, this just, this just have you seen the whole hashtag things you can do before. Faster than Pogba taking a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Like, Do you see what the same bolt? The same bolt. <laughs> Mate, I've been in relationships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's um, so yeah. Anyways, that's two two. Arsenal still looking. I think much better than fans expected them to look at this point of the mm-hmm. season. They're only what three four points away from the top. Top four would be a realistic achievement for Arsenal this season. I think that's yeah. you know we've won a few games in a row. So people start to go crazy. But Liverpool is a real test next weekend. Oh, that's next um, weekend. That's massive. Yeah, that's massive. So that will really is show us where we are. Good question. I don't know. I forget. If it's away, they'll lose. Right. Because Anfield's just. If an it's absolute... home, it'll be a very fun game yeah. to watch. Anfield's an absolute fortress, but if it's at Am- yeah. Emirates, it will. It, you yeah, know, there's a chance. Um, and last but not least, Chelsea. I mean, they played Burnley away, and we used Burnley last week, Alex. There's a lot of negative examples, but yeah. they are horrible right now but this game started and Hazard wasn't playing because obviously Ashley Young kicked the hell out of him the yes. game before <laughs> so b- before before we go on to it because this will mostly be Chelsea but you always say leave at your peak yeah right yes. Dice should have gone man yeah Dice should have gone to where anyway Everton he could have gone anywhere, Listen, anywhere. I, I am a strong believer of when you hit that peak do not take one more season Mbappe did it Mbappe's smart Monaco the big bucks came in. Everybody's like, stay at Monaco, develop. No. You go. You you jump off that peak and you go. And you then you're fine. Go and sit I, on the bench. I, yes. I generally agree with that, except I don't think Daesh had options. Regardless. He cannot like, stay well, at Burnley. You don't think Daesh have the other some dude. jobs? The no. Other dude, the Bournemouth dude. Eddie Howe? He needs to go. Just... Well, again, where? Who's, who's knocking on their door Swap. saying, come join? Swap. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave for the sake of leaving. Actually, that, that is a problem in the Premier League. It's basically like the only mid... The only jump... Is it Everton or maybe Leicester? Right. But that's really the only jump you can make West other Ham? than top four. Because like no, not, they they wouldn't do that because they wanted a continental guy. They didn't want another like You're right, gruff sounding they, asshole. They don't have options, but I still feel I don't know. It's not my problem. Go abroad. Figure it out. Yeah, but abroad. you need to like make the step up when it's hot. Go yes. abroad, Daishi. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it going? Imagine him speaking to <laughs> Francais. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he could go to Gotham at this point. <laughs> True. Gotham FC. He's the leader they need. <laughs> it's not the one they deserve. Batman in gold just with his wings. <laughs> I mean, he's getting saved today. Right. How are you going to save Gotham, Daishi? With two banks of four. <laughs> um, so, speaking of four, Chelsea banged four past Riley. Um, Ross Barkles. So, yeah, okay. So, before we get to him, mm. I thought no hazard this game. Burnley no might do something. Morata's playing up top and it's going to happen. Barkley has been on form. Yep. On form. Yep. I mean, he's stepping up. He's playing very well. The assist, the simple looking assist to Morata was weighted beautiful. Because Morata, if he needed to take a touch, mm-hmm. you know what's happening. 
It's over. So yep. he just toe poked it right through Joe Hart. Poor Joe Hart. The stats. <laughs> the stats are so bad to him, but he's been good. He's <laughs> actually been he good. But he has somehow been good while conceding like four goals four, a week. Yeah, he, he's four the goals luckiest a week. person in the world right now. Well, no, that's no. I mean, <laughs> but he's very unlucky for goalkeepers. Yeah. It's unbelievable. What I like about Barkley is he said afterwards, I'm made up with how things are going. We're chipping, we are chipping in with the goals. No one knows what that means. Yeah. Is, it, is, is that, is like we, him? Who's we? Or does he mean everyone who isn't Hazard? Yeah. Or like, what is he talking <laughs> I think he means other than Hazard. Maybe. Yeah. Like, also, by the way, the happiest person in the world right now is Gareth Southgate because he's now got another English player playing football Loftus, regularly. Loftus, so, oh, I thought you meant Loftus Cheek. Well, you can right. add him to that as well. Loftus Cheek got a hat trick in midweek. My lord. And he scored this week. And he scored this week. Yeah. Is, is, I think I'm going to say this every week. Is what? that not a case for managers developing players? No. no. Like, like, we thought it was out of fashion. It looks like it's back, folks. I mean, Barkley literally said, this is more coaching than I've ever had in my life. Hawks <laughs> yeah. say the same thing with Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, guys. I hope Ramsey says the same thing next season. Yeah, yeah. I hope Mourinho <laughs> jumps off a plane. <laughs> jumps off a plane. Like, not even a cliff. No. Um, okay, other quick scores. Wolves lost. So ever ever since they won Manager of the Month and Player and Team of the Year and World Cup winners and whatever, Wolves? they've lost every game. Well, it's like two, isn't it? Well, that's every game. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Enough. It says here, Brighton won, Wolves nil, whatever, mate. <laughs> I wrote that before I heard that Brighton have won three games in a row. Without, without, dude. No, Glenn Murray scored, scored this one. Oh, but he wasn't playing for a while. Yeah. Oh, you know who else? Watford. Watford beat Hulsey 3-0. This is like their third game in a row where they won without Dini and Gray. They're playing success. Yeah, and they're having success. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, yeah, right? So some things are so simple. I mean, we, we've got to talk about him. Big Robert Perry, as, as Roche would call him. Roberto Pereira is having a season. Kill he is. Kill I mean, Watford are what? So Bournemouth are sixth right now. One point behind Spurs. Watford are seventh with 19, with 19 Look, points. Spurs doing very well. Whoever's playing Watford next, if they want to win the game, I am willing to take cash to put Pereira in my fantasy league. Because the minute I do that, he will it will all dry up. <laughs> so I will take $1,000 to put him in my team for whoever's playing off for the next. Because he will, he will just not even show up. It's, I hate this game. I hate it. It I, is really hard. It is. It's I think really Salah, hard. best player in the league. <laughs> yeah. I put in Hazard, injured two games. I was actually just thinking, do what I do. Don't change your team all season. It evens yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie plays with like defensive midfielders. Bernie still has Arteta in his team. <laughs> I, I was literally not it. I don't know where this fake news comes from. <laughs> Sorry, before we get to uh, any other results, I just wanted to mention this. Sarri has become the first Chelsea manager to remain unbeaten in his first 10 Premier League matches. That's pretty impressive. Oh, Including Mourinho, eh? Yep. Without Mourinho, tucking yeah. in his shirt. Fuck him. <laughs> um, what else? Fulham uh, lost, obviously, to Bournemouth. Bournemouth, obviously, they, they're already doing really well, but you play Fulham, you're scoring goals. Ah, this is the thing. For fantasy? You just see anyone who... Yeah, correct. Exactly. Correct. Um, if so you had Fosumensa, then you're just dead. Oh, he yeah. he lost yeah. his mind as well. Yeah, this is a bad week for defending. I mean, I thought really Chambers was having a bad time. Oh, yeah. uh, Southampton, Newcastle. This is the worst game I've ever seen in, in like the life of ever. Do you think anyone streamed this? No. Like, obviously, there were people in the stadium. Obviously, you've got your Newcastle and Southampton fans watching at home. But other no than neutrals. that... Neutrals? I literally no. turned the channel to that and I decided I'd rather turn off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> go do something else. Yeah. Like, like you feel unproductive oh watching that game. Newcastle have failed to win in any of their opening 10 matches of a league season for the second time in their history. They've actually managed to do this before. <laughs> it was 120 years ago. Well, so they matched the record. In 1898, <laughs> where every player was a chimney sweep. Well done. 
And last but not least, Leicester won, West Ham won, um, Balbuena, and who else scores for... Uh, uh, and Didi got the equaliser, but it took, but it took it, Leicester like all game to get Who got really in injured like, in the game? Is that Indeed? The Leicester City owners. No. <laughs> No, the foot, the broken like leg. Didn't you see it? The clip. Ooh, he like landed on his leg. Completely missed that. Completely oh, missed that. it no looked idea. like his complete leg went out of uh, yeah form. But on 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 that, since Alex so uh, abruptly brought it up, uh, sad day. The owner of Leicester City, uh, yeah, died yeah. tragically in a helicopter crash. Apparently, he was a great guy. Like obviously, I never looked into it until now, which yeah. is a shame. But. I've been reading a lot of things coming out of like his home country and even like Leicester fans. Like yeah. they were just telling me like how he kind of believed in them since so long ago and how he he really took it personal. Like he loved mm. this club. He would travel thirteen hours to watch every week, mm. every game. And I mean, you don't have to do that, right? You yeah. know, we've got examples. Cleared of, like, their debts when they yeah. were in the championship. I think exactly. saw him to promotion, and he didn't just leave it. He really invested in the club. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're talking about a club that won the league what two, three seasons ago, and yeah. based Phenomenal on on, on what on the vision that they had. Yeah. And well, it's, a, it's a sad day. Also, allegedly, like put a lot of money into non-football things, like oh, community stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, uh, like, there's a lot of accounts of non-football fans from Leicester saying, right. "I don't even care about football club," but he's just done so much for the city. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he seems like a seems like a great guy. There's yeah. a st- rumor that they're going to name the stadium after him, and I think that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that's fair enough because his son is still yeah. in charge of the club. Oh, so yeah. like, they're still in charge of the club. The family is still in charge mm. of the club. It's not like. Now something needs to happen. Like it's still yeah. gonna continue. It's just I think now I don't think he can ever sell the club now. It's like it's a legacy almost. Like it's yeah. it's almost like you, you just can't let it go. Yeah. You, yeah. You do wonder. I mean, kind of not to be flippant about it, but you do wonder whether this will have an effect on on Leicester season because it probably would. Oh, it would. I mean, yeah. the players. The players. Have, they like have, this guy. Yeah. They so were Mar- dedicated his goal today, too, yeah. and he's been gone for a while. So. Uh, Schmeichel released a statement which look up if you haven't seen it because it's really really poignant I mean mm. the players were clearly quite close with his family so yeah. yeah well he seemed like a like a community guy like he was always there they're all friends like yeah. yep. anyways it is a sad and it's just it's just the most random story yeah. like I, when when someone put it on the thread the first thing to me was like wow this is different mm-hmm. like a you helicopter don't hear stuff like crash that. of an owner this is literally like the first top, like yeah. you know what I mean it's such a different weird story to hear it's one of those things that you Kind of want more detail into how it happened, but you kind of also don't at the don't, same time. Yeah, so yeah. I let it let it be. Yeah, apparently the just 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 to give their due, the 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 pilot apparently was a hero in terms of like he steered the helicopter away from all the fans into that parking lot uh, like, right. intentionally, mm. even though like to have that state of mind knowing you're gonna die in ten seconds, mm. but to actually look down. Apparently, what happened was they you know just from the black box and whatever saw the fans and then like just picked an open space and went for it. Like yeah. that's. Because can you imagine fans were still leaving yeah. the stadium? That could have been a disaster at a much epic proportion. There yeah. could have been like 200 people. Like, it's insane. And, and it may not be all that relevant, but it also goes to show that there is a, a pocket of people that are just assholes. Because you go on social media and people right. are making jokes, and it's like, come on. Like, I... Yeah. There, but it's hard when social media is 12 like, year olds, right? Like, we think everybody's yeah. our age. Everybody looks at social media going, that guy is me. Yeah. But it's not, right? It's like the but guy on Call of Duty. Like, it's, it's not just a game, people. Yeah, if exactly. you're one of those 12 year olds, it's, it's not just a game. It's real life for some people. But yeah, that's right. the end of that. Speaking of uh, dumb people on social media, let's do Moomoo of the Week. All right. I, I do Moomoo. One thing we are no sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. Dolce and Gabbana can't sort my trousers out at Dolce Gabbana. Interesting. 
Would have expected more from them at Soul Man Official. Soul Campbell's having an episode Again. on Twitter. Mm. Again. He seems to have a lot of these, and I just feel like somehow this is going to be related to why he didn't get that job he always wanted. So I just, I just want to break. Yeah, it probably will. <laughs> are, be. They, are, just, are the pants too tight? Are they too short? Are oh, the, to be fair, like, he's definitely too he's tight. He's got the thighs. He's got the everything. A thunder yeah. thighs. You, you, you saw that. Was that Colotour or Soul Campbell? That slide on the ring. Campbell. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just want to break down this tweet kind of almost word, right. word for word here. So he starts with Dolce and Gabbana. Untagged. Mm-hmm. Can't sort my trousers out. And then tags Dolce & Gabbana. Then it, without any further punctuation, it just says, interesting, exclamation mark. <laughs> would, would of, would of expected that. more from them. And then he's tagged himself. So he like signs off his own tweet by tagging himself. This would is, of still kills me because I hate it when people say it, that instead of would have. It's, it's would have, mate. Yeah. But you know there's always that someone someone at work who like CCs themselves on every email they send. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he does that. I have not encountered that bell yet. Oh, I have. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's just to keep records so you don't go to your sent. It's like yeah. all there, like every single email. Well, what does he expect? Like, okay, so I'm assuming he's, he's rich. But are they making the clothes custom for him? I assume. And then, like, so what, go back, take it back and fix it? What are you talking about? No, or is he walking to a store and expecting to find his thunder thigh size in the store? No, <laughs> you can't. There's a chance he's been back and forth with them about six times and they're just like, listen, Saul, like, yeah, we've like, done, <laughs> we've tried. Like, <laughs> We're going to survive without these pairs. <laughs> yeah. We're not selling them to you. <laughs> One thing where I know, Sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. So we don't normally do these, but we got a special request uh, to talk about Bundesliga from Adrian Sertl on Twitter, at Adrian Sertl, also called himself Counter-Strike, Legend. which I find wonderful. Uh, he said that he'd love us to talk about Lucas, I don't know how he pronounces, Holler's halfway line goal against Freiburg. And I took a look at it. Yeah. It's really good. good. Can, do you have it there? Well, I just have like a picture of where, yeah, where he's sure. standing it's from. It's a hit. He hits and, it. And it's really oh. good. Loops in over the goalkeeper. And uh, I just want to quote uh, this, a legend of the game who said, he's had a dig from the halfway line and it's gone in, Clive. And uh, that was Alexander Nathan. <laughs> oh, that, that was my comment. Literally, I was waiting. Like, who commented <laughs> on this? Like, which famous person? Of course, it was Alex. Um, just as important, mm-hmm. uh, a classical this mm-hmm. weekend. Um... So this one, it was coming in without Ronaldo and Messi for the first time since like 2009 or some insane stat. Messi mm-hmm. with his broken elbow, Ronaldo carrying Juventus through Serie A, you know, same old. Did people still watch it? I mean, I think they would have missed out on a really good game. Because I'm sure that the hype died down a little bit once you knew these two were there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it died down for me, for sure. Yeah. But... A lot of people, sorry, a lot of people that I, I, I talked about football, I actually didn't know what was happening. Mm. Because I, f- I saw a lot of people going, oh my god, I forgot El Clasico, like all over the place. You need, you, the Ronaldo-Messi thing was huge. Mm-hmm. Even just Messi wouldn't have had the same vibe. Yeah. Um, so this one is obviously Le Petegui coming in and horrendous form. Madrid looking bad. Um, Barca are missing Messi, but they're still favorites. It's at the camp now. Mm. Um, and they delivered. They dominated the game from start to finish. Wobbly, small period where they were 2-0 up and Marcelo pulled it back to 2-1. Mm-hmm. But then it was just... Smooth sailing, Suarez with a hat-trick. I think the stats are, this is an incredible stat. First hat-trick for Barcelona and El Clasico for someone not called Lionel Messi since Romario in 94. God damn. Yeah, so Suarez did well there to get into the history books. Uh, so By the way, the goals. on Suarez's part, this was one of the best number nine like best pure striker performances I've seen in a very long time. Well, is Suarez the best striker of his generation? 
generation. Who's in that generation? That's I mean, Aguero's and stuff I like mean, that. He's better than Aguero, but sure. I, I think feel, Suarez I feel is like we don't have time <clears throat> for this sure. debate. Right yeah, here. I mean, it depends who is in the, who's in the generation. But for me, it's that it's the header. It's the one. I don't even know if Sergio Roberto actually meant to, to, oh, to do what he, did, he did with he that ball. Did not. But the way Suarez anticipated the next strength, everything about that. that uh, what you're trying to insinuate is that Sergio Roberto intended to. Kick it as far as his head. <laughs> no way. But it wasn't even at his head. It was at his like waist. It was a really low. Cr- that was actually one of the worst passes of the game. Yes. And then produced one of the best headers I've ever Unbelievable. seen. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was sensational. And then the the, the, chip? the, the chip. Yeah. yeah he, he does that really, really well. He does. And Courtois having a torrid time. So Sergio Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> and Ru- I mean, to be fair, Sergio Ramos did give away the ball for I think the fourth goal. Yeah. Um, also, Courtois is going to have even worse of a nightmare if Conte does join. Which he will. He literally came out saying, I left. Mm, no, he didn't. He didn't? Okay. Well, Point they, is, he uh, doesn't want to see Conte so. again. Like, I don't think he does. So, we'll I mean, Conte, did Conte bench him or anything? Did they have no. a bad relationship? Look, what Madrid do this. They buy a dude they don't need mm-hmm. to bench a dude that's been very good for them yep. for no absolute reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why spend the money you spend when you can just go and, you know, you, you do realize you lost 50 goals a season, right? Yeah. No, 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 we're good. We're just going to replace a really good keeper with a guy who's in really bad form and we're just going <laughs> to shove him into this team. Because also, to your point, your Kilo Navas, maybe he's not the elite goalkeeper. I think he's underrated, by the way. Right. Maybe he's not, but there's a relationship there between him and that back line. Why break that up for people yeah. like, through the legs Courtois? I don't yeah. understand. Does like, that make sense Like he speaks Spanish. But <laughs> he does. The yeah. real problem in this game is Real Madrid are pure trash. Hot trash. Unbelievable trash. Sergio Roberto had, what, three assists? Pretty what kind of trash? <laughs> like, <laughs> disgusting trash. Oh, okay. Unbelievable trash. Yeah. But my God, Lopetegui. I mean, oh. he was gone before this, and he was very much gone after it. I mean, like, we talked about last week how he ruined his life the second he took this job. Yeah, I mean, it's he only, it's only like only 20 million later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. sure. Yeah. But, you know, and, and people will say, and uh, Raul Carvapoli... You know, we were talking about it on Twitter, and he was like, Real Madrid is not a job you turn down. And I, I get that, but in his in Lopetegui's situation, there was nothing to gain from this, apart from, obviously, the cool 20 million euros. But, but he didn't think he was going to get sacked from Spain. He just thought, it's going to come out. Yeah. Like, the whole point, mm-hmm. the way it started is that the rumors came out, and he wanted to bite the bullet and kind of be ahead of the curve, thinking, mm-hmm. you know what, if I come out now, it's way better than it's coming out, like, kind of in, in, in spurts. Mm-hmm. So if he gambled on that, didn't work. Look, this would have happened regardless if he had finished the tournament with Spain. That's the, that's the thing. That's but, the thing for me. Is like, as Lopetegui, in the season where you're coming in off Real Madrid's best like three years ever, mm-hmm. with Zidane who's won everything, mm-hmm. there's only, and you're selling Ronaldo, there's, and half the bench, there's yeah. only one way this could have gone. There was and only one way. he would have known this. But it, it, it is, I can't remember who this reminds me of, but you knew, we all knew, we all said... If you lose Ronaldo, you have to do something else. You have an aging defense. You've just switched your keeper. You don't know how it's going to work. You have to replace. What happened and this guy, Bale? they haven't scored a goal in what? Like, like Marcelo's the only one that scored in three games, or I don't well, know. He's he's scored in the last. Well, three they games. hadn't scored for four, three or four games. Then there's Marcelo. Sevilla beaten three nil. Yeah. So top of the table, Barcelona right now beat them five one. Second in the table, Sevilla beat them three nil. This is the worst run of Madrid games in was it twenty years? Fifty years, I read. Oh yeah, yeah. something like that. They, they, they haven't won in five games. The last time that happened was under Juan de Ramos. <laughs> my my question is: Is this really, really Lopetegui's? No, no, it's not. You got and then oh my god, 
the statement, no class coming up from Madrid. I didn't even Literally, all of it was just how it's no one else's fault. It was what we were saying. <laughs> it's all about... What, him? Yeah. It's all about, uh, we've got a great team. We have eight players on the team on the Ballon d'Or list. It's literally just stabbing Lepetegui. Oh, my it's, Lord. It's insanity. Just say... Thank you. We appreciate the short amount of time. It didn't work out. Bye. Four sentences. Also, sorry, Spain, for ruining your yes. World Cup. Uh, instead of this, like, long, like, how it... Okay. So, Modric, yes, he's on the list. Cruz is on the list. Blah, 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 is on the list. Ramos is on the list. Marcelo, even. These people are all on the wrong side of 30. 33, 34, 32. You need... Like, since when does Madrid not invest in the team? For, like, for they four or five yeah. years. And it's... It, it this reached I... a point where Zidane saw it coming. He's like, bye. Yeah, I mean, and, and by the looks of it, Ronaldo saw it coming, because he said Florentino only saw him for business, and when he when he felt like he couldn't do anything with him anymore, he left. And I'm sure there are quite a few other players who feel that way about Florentino, and the whole thing seems to be just caving in, but who knows, it could Solari, well, it's going to be Conte anyway, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, right? but, unless Solari does incredibly yeah, so, well for the next three So we games. were talking about this... Um, I mean, are we going to talk about the game or forget it? Let's just talk big picture stuff. Uh, big pretty picture. Much. I think everyone knows um, what happened in the game. So we were talking about like big transfers that would possibly capture the headlines in the summer. And we, I mean, I at least named four players that I think are going to be the center of it all. Hazard, mm-hmm. Kane, Neymar, and Mbappe. Mm-hmm. And I think Madrid need to get one. They need of to Hazard, get one. Kane, Neymar, Mbappe. Mbappe. Okay, so, so let's say Mbappe is off the table. I, I would say Mbappe is probably off the table. He's only been at PSG officially, you know, a year. They Neymar actually only go. bought him last summer. Neymar yeah. would love that uh, against Messi thing. He'd love yeah, it. absolutely. And and so according to to Guillaume Balaguer, Real Madrid have been saving money for Neymar. Like this is the plan. Um, the question is just whether they can get. Honest question. Honest question. Do you pull the plug? Was it three hundred million probably for Neymar? Probably, Ish, give or Ish. take. And 150 probably for Hazard? You could do 150, 150 Hazard and Kane. Or yeah. just a Neymar. If, if, if we do that, if we just follow that, I think that's a no-brainer to me. But Hazard is not young. Neymar's not, they're the same age, aren't they? Or no. one year apart? No, Hazard's like 28. Hazard's like 28. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old is Neymar? He's like 26, 27 now. 4, 25? May. Neymar is not that young. Oh, yeah, because he came to Europe really late. I think he's about 26, 27. As well, eh? But, yeah, I mean, age-wise in La Liga, you're getting a good few years out of either of them. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's no... There's no rational reason to spend 300 million on Neymar if you're Real Madrid but it's, well, just, it's, it's the marketing it's the, yeah. it's the Galactico it's all that nonsense but from a footballing perspective they have too many areas that they need to address to blow their whole load on one there's no point yeah. of having Neymar and then Benzema next to yes and Ramos no again but <laughs> on that um, big picture since we're talking big picture is if you bring in Conte you don't bring in Hazard well no Hazard if, doesn't want to go is, I remember they didn't end well Right, so if you do bring in Conte, I think Hazard goes. Well, sorry, I'm going to sign a new contract. Yeah. So then you're limited to yeah. who? It's weird. It's weird. Uh, Lopetegui's father came out recently with a scathing attack on Madrid and just saying, like, you pretty much built him up to fail. You robbed my son of 50 goals a season and didn't replace it. What do you expect to happen? Sure. I mean, yeah. on the one hand, yes, definitely. On the other hand, if you were naive, if you didn't see the situation for what it was. To be fair, they did start the season off. Well, yeah, but then again, but, but, it's just like you said. Madrid players are, are the kind of breed that give up on managers and wait for them to get sacked. I absolutely hate most of them. The, to be, that was a story that we heard two months, like a month ago, that they, they did gave it up to on Mourinho. They did it to Lopetegui. They did it to everybody. They are pampered. 
they are entitled and they go, you know what, it's never our fault, just like the statement said. And whenever we're tired of a manager, we'll just play badly for five games. That's all it takes for Perez to pull the plug and we're good. Well, even uh, Ramos, and I don't know, I, I can't kind of confirm that this is true, but what I saw today mm. is that Ramos was asked about Conte's kind of tough managerial approach. And Ramos's reply allegedly was, uh, respect is one not impl- uh, not um, implied. Uh, no, Earned, no. not Sorry, given. Sorry, on the word, imposed. Right. You know, whereas Conte is, is a very much, this is the way it goes, this is how we do it, you follow Ramos him. is a hardhead, man, it doesn't work. Like, even even Ramos just as a character, we saw him recently that in the training where one of the younger kids from Castilla oh, was, was, like, hit him by mistake in, in a rondo, and Ramos went absolutely... I think he, like, elbowed him or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then And then recently the rumor is that, so there's a big Twitter or Instagram post, like, really blaming Courtois for a lot of the goals in the class, and, like, Ramos liked it. Like he's that kind of guy. Like he's just and and remember the whole Salah stuff. Like no, not not the thing, but like no, the, but the, the pettiness yeah, after yeah, the yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. Like he is he's, that guy. He's that guy. Uh, again, again, I'm gonna say you know give a Balaguer rumor again. But he said that uh, Perez actually is very open to getting rid of Ramos because he has too much power at the club. So how much money do they spend overall to fix this? Or is it gonna be a Zidane? Someone comes in and then they turn into the. Another a fourth in a row, bro. You lose Ronaldo. It can be that simple. It can be. It just can't. Ronaldo is, you know, arguably the best player in the world. You lost him. You well, are reaping the benefits right now. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that'll do for today. Yeah, I think so. Anything else next week? Some some good games. There's like I think Carling Cup midweek, things like that. Yeah, too exciting. But oh, uh, Toronto FC's season is over. We haven't oh, talked yeah. about them much because they've been dross this season. But but uh, they did stop Atlanta from getting the. Yeah, so season point, no points record yeah. in MLS, which Toronto held. Yeah, so at least there was that. So there's so that. Atlanta versus Toronto last game of the season. Toronto has the record. Atlanta would have gotten it. So are you saying Toronto. like the most points in the season? Yes. But Red Bulls won the supporter shield, and that's based on points. No, 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 ever like a record point. No. Yeah, New York Red no. Bulls won the supporter shield. No, there was something. I'm pretty sure TFC beat Atlanta to stop them getting that. Well, they did beat Atlanta. No, no, I know that. But not the supporter shield because the Red Bulls won that. Huh? Yeah, and that's for the team that has the most points. Hmm. Whatever. Yeah, someone will figure out what I'm trying to say. But I'm Atlanta. pretty sure, T- I, I'm 100% sure I was watching Sportsnet. <laughs> Who, who's who's on Sportsnet that we like? I'm also 100% sure Mahana was watching Sportsnet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> um, okay, so TFC prevented Atlanta from lifting the supporter shield, and then that granted it to New York Red Bulls. Got it. But they would have... They would have gotten the Sports Shield with a record points in MLS history. I guess. I don't know. I'm adding that bit. Okay. okay. So Good for you. you guys check it out. Whatever. Good for you, mate. <laughs> Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the Kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Thank you.